Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes, episode 11. I'm repping the Edelman jersey for this one, on brand. So, I'm Trey, I'm joined as always by Tucker and Dylan, and this time, Cam is back. Welcome back, Cam. <laughs> Baby, I'm back. Good to hear from you. It's, it's been a while, but uh, we're here. We're all here, and uh, we can jump right into it here. Um, so, a lot of debate last week uh, over some Disney movies. Uh, Cam, you didn't get to participate, really, but you sent us your list. Tucker, while you did not win the poll, I have you as a loser because you didn't win the poll, and you guaranteed victory, I think. From what I, from what you were saying, it seemed did like not. victory. Did not. There's a lot of basic pitches out there. All right. Well, you came in second, uh, so technically you lose. So, any words? You know what? We did better than we thought. I'm glad that um, I beat some absolutely average movies and stuff like The Bug's Life, and I can't even remember what Dylan's was, Aladdin. Average movies. Mine, was, mine wasn't even on the poll. Mine wasn't point. even on the poll. If it was on the poll, it would have beat you. I think there's some truth to that. I think the fact that we didn't just say which of these is your favorite instead of uh, other. which is your favorite other. We only I don't think we even got a valid response for that. that I think that skewed it to help you, if anything. I would it's agree. okay. You can make up any excuses you want. All right. Fine. <laughs> so then, our other loser, Cam. This is a controversial topic that we've talked about. Now, we mentioned last week that we were thinking of deducting a point. The, uh, as a podcast, we've decided that's what we're going to do for now. So you're going to get a point off on take of the week. But I'm willing to turn this to the audience. I'm willing to go to the audience and ask if you deserve to lose a point or not. So state your case. Should you lose a point or not, Cam? Okay. I got a couple things. First of all, let me clarify. Let me fact check for um, all our viewers out there. You claim Tucker sent in the Disney bracket last week. I sent that in. I was the one that came up with the idea for the um, Disney movie, and I got no credit there. Okay, so I misremembered. If you were here, you would have reminded me. I would have said, oh, okay, Cam sent it in. Second, um, you guys were roasting FSU. You were roasting our basketball team's trash. Um, they're down by 11, blah, blah, blah. They beat Louisville by 15. Um, great. Tucker, thank you for having my back on my wasted take last week. I texted you guys in the group clarifying, saying I meant for the future the Golden State Warriors will be next year because of their talent. Um, Tucker, you agreed with me. You pointed that out that I did text you. Dylan, uh, Trey, you guys are haters beyond beyond belief. <laughs> I just no. we just went by the recording, you know. Yeah, that, you, that was your submission. So what are we supposed to do? Debate like maybe uh, make things that weren't happens. said. What you might have said if you were here. That's you, you were here. You should pay attention to detail more often. It makes for uh, better credibility. There's no detail so. in your in your statement. Your statement is what you sent in. Okay, You're and then I said in afterwards, before we were on the record, regardless, it doesn't matter. Um, here's my statement, and I wrote it out. Wrote out. I apologize that I go to a D1 school that happens to be very good at basketball following a terrible past three years on the gridiron. I pay a lot of money, and I am graduating in May. When opportunities like this arise, I tend to take advantage. It was a commitment that I felt that I was obliged to go to, not to mention, as a sports podcast, we should have some field work 
to establish some sort of credibility. Um, and that's something that none of you have done. I don't see you guys going to any sporting events. I don't see you guys going to, you know, basketball games, hockey games, baseball games, football games. And um, I'm out there doing the dirty work while you guys just talk about it. And so I think by watching things in person and really getting a feel for things like environment, I have a better understanding of college basketball in a sense. And when I went to football games, I could about that was a little better input. Uh, so that's my case. Look, I wasn't there. I sent in my takes. You guys misinterpreted them. I wasn't there to defend myself. That's fine. However, the deduction of a point is outrageous. I don't think that it, it is even remotely necessary. Um, things happen. Things happen like this. I was in the field. I was getting work done. I was still being a part of sports, which is what we cover. And I think you guys are in the wrong. You guys are the biggest losers. Goodbye. Things happen, but not things that is going to get drunk at a basketball game. If this was a, a, a legitimate excuse to be to miss a podcast, I'd take it. I'd take it. If I was to, if I was to be offered Monday night tickets to the Celtics, Bruins, Sox, Patriots, I would 100% take them and go. But I would come back expecting discipline. As you just said, you're committed. You're, you you made a commitment to go to this game that you felt you had to oblige. What about the commitment to the show? Do you not have a commitment to be here every week and give takes? Okay. Yeah, Cam, I don't I don't blame you for going to the game. It's I mean I probably would have done the same thing, but again, I 100 would have done the your same. Your actions thing. have consequences. If you don't want to show up on the show, something else to do, then all right, scrap okay. your point. All right, but but here's the thing. One, Tucker missed a show. No, we didn't. No, I didn't. Tucker's never missed nope. a show. You are wrong. I You're went digging to a hole, Cameron. Croy, and I still made it on the podcast. Okay. I'm in Fort Lauderdale, and I'm still making it on the podcast. But I'd like to add to the record that Tucker had to drive across state to get on this podcast. We delayed the podcast recording so Tucker could get across state, and he was still 20 minutes here before you were. Okay, well, that is because my girlfriend's stepmom was in the room doing some clerical work, and if you want to blame that on her, I'll let you go talk to her right now. So you want to <laughs> bring you, her you're on. Afraid, you're it. afraid to deliver takes in front of other people outside of this room, it sounds like to me. Are you scared of no, your ideas? I didn't want to bother her while she was doing work. And she should. I'm sure she would find the show entertaining. We might gain a new listener. You ever think about that? I actually have introduced it to her, and besides <laughs> yeah. the point, guys, I think you guys are taking this way too seriously because – at the end of the day... You don't take the podcast seriously, Yeah, for, forgive us for trying to take a podcast seriously and grow it. Just jump to conclusions. I'm... I'm, <laughs> I'm so <laughs> Look, there's three other guys here. I sent in what I had to send in. Yeah, and you now... And, you, and you're not I even acknowledging up. it. You're saying <laughs> that it's not good enough. Send in my waist and take, shut up. <laughs> what I had to do. I was at a sporting event. I think we can just drop it here, let the audience decide. Um, I think Tucker was saying this earlier that the punishment is too much for the crime. Um, I don't think we have a symbolic retribution situation going on here. If anything, I think we should write up some policies and procedures for the show, which we do not have in place. We did not discuss punishment prior. 
And I think maybe we could go into, oh, I have a shotgun nine beers in a row or something crazy. We, di- we did discuss punishment, and three of us agreed that it was fair. I don't know where this thing okay, is talking about. Okay, if you would uh, shotgun nine beers in a row. He loves that, shotgunning. That's not a punishment. That's a, that punishment. that's a happy time that's, for that's Hammer. That's a treat for him. He loves shotgunning. Whoa. So I, 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 don't, I think that the punishment fits the crime. I think if you're ever going to miss an episode – you're going to be punished in this manner. I think that's totally fair. Damn, but you're wrong. I, I think it's fair. We can leave it to the audience. I'm fine with that. I'm, our listeners are number one. And clearly we care about them more. But anyways. So we'll move on to winners. Um, I won Wasted Take of the Week this week by a landslide. Uh, Tucker, like I said, you came in dead last. Uh, any thoughts on that? You know, I think not enough people knew what my take was. That's on the poll, and they just saw a swagger curse, and like that's boring. But they really listened to the whole podcast. I think everyone would have voted for me. I agree. I think that's on the listeners. That's. I mean, we only have so many characters to put out our waste of takes, and they can be long and complicated. So I don't think that's on you. But uh, well, uh, Dylan and I, of course, had Lion King as our number one. That won our Disney poll. Tucker. I kind of want to put you in here because I didn't expect Tangled. I'll be honest. I did not expect Tangled to come in second. Let's go. But like I said earlier, I think that the fact that we only had three options helped you. And I also think there might have been some uh, cheating going on in the voting, but we don't have to get into that. All right. (laughs) Dang, Russian. So our take of the week scores as they uh, stand right now are me, four, pulling away this week. Cam, right now, with two. Oscar is asterisk for now tucker with two and dylan with one couldn't stay hot this week dill you're still on the bottom here yeah one more i'm tied for second though yep you're right up there with i gotta say yeah (laughs) so uh our forbidden topic this week thinking we do the celtics we've been talking a lot of celtics here and there um especially now they've been a big topic this week with the way that tatum's been playing so uh let's cut them from the show uh if you're talking celtics you're drinking let's get into it all right so We'll go right in. Wasted takes. I guess I'll lead off because I have I have a weird one. Now, this draft class coming up for wide receivers is touted as one of the best in a long time. You got guys like Jerry Judy. You got guys like C.D. Lamb. And you got a guy in Henry Ruggs who has had a hell of a combine. He ran a 4.27 officially at the combine making him one of the fastest receivers to do it. And because he ran that time, you cannot draft him. And this is my my reasoning. Here are the guys who have run the top 40 times for wide receivers. John Ross, who has been meh since he got into the league. Jerome Mathis, who got got into the Pro Bowl as a kick returner, and then his season was over. His, His career was over. He went to the CFL in the Arena Football League. Marquise Goodwin, who's been injured. Uh, Tyrone Calico, who is done, I think, injured, done. He's done. He, he was way back done in 2005. J.J. Nelson, who's been injured a ton. He hasn't really played. And Jacoby Ford, um, who is who was cut from the league and in the CFL. So if you've got this speed, you're not going to be a good wide receiver. None of these guys are good wide receivers. I don't care where you're drafting. You don't draft Henry Ruggs before the sixth round because that's the type of talent that he's comparing to right now. That's my ways to take. So, if you're gonna, are you solely basing this just on his speed? Does he have other abilities? That... He's had a really, really good combine in every aspect. But looking at this list, 
every f- receiver that comes in and runs this type of speed can only run this type of speed. That's the only way they can play in the league. So I think that you can't touch him early on. You can't. Cam? Um, so I agree and disagree. Um, Tyreek Hill ran a 4-2-9. He's pretty good, but he also has Patrick Mahomes throwing him to him, so I'll cut you some slack there. Uh, Rashad Perryman, I think, was one another guy that um, ran a 4-2, 4-3, kind of 40, and he was injured in the beginning of his career, and now he's playing for the Bucks and had a good end of the season. But ultimately, yeah, you're right. Um, I don't, I don't like fast wide receivers like this. I think um, they can get slipped up by going too fast. I think they could only be good for deep threats and rather not route running. And personally, I don't really like the guy anyway. So I think there's a lot of wide receivers that can go before him. And um, yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mind the take. He said he was going to run a sub two two when he was talking about it. So he's very full of himself. The so the the, sl- the slowest guy on this list was Ford and Nelson who ran two four two eights. So those are like these are like the fastest of the fast. But that was the big knock on Metcalf coming out that he could only run in a straight line. I mean he proved people wrong, but he wasn't this fast. Um he and, and Ruggs, he was like the third best receiver on the team on Alabama. And he had two of throwing to him. That helped him. So I just think that maybe there's a curse going on. Tucker? What a stupid take. Now, I'm going to say two words, and it's going to completely ruin your take. Tyreek Hill. He's not on this list. He's not this fast. He's been clocked at 4-2-1, Trey. But he didn't run a 4-2-1 in the combine. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying guys can't develop. I'm not saying guys can't develop, but coming out of college. Insane athlete. And saying that guy is too fast to be in the NFL is a dumb take. Have a lot of these guys been taken too high in the draft because they didn't have that much skill, but they were fast? Yeah, but Henry Ruggs has had over 700 yards the last two seasons. He's an elite player. But he, Just he, a bad take. But these guys that are running, I'm not saying he, he can't develop. I'm not saying that Tyreek Hill didn't get faster, which he clearly did. I'm saying if you run this in the combine – you're a bad receiver. These guys are all bad receivers. There's one guy who went to a Pro Bowl as a kick returner. So, I mean, so I just think there's some sort of curse or something going on here because uh, if you have this speed, you should be nasty. Dylan? Uh, Tyreek Hill's pro day, he clocked a 4-2-8. He didn't run the 40 at the combine. Well, that was smart, clearly. That worked out for him. <laughs> he knows. He he saw the list and he, <laughs> he knew. knew. The cars. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'll just say it. Uh, it. Just like any sport, anything that you do, you can't just be really good at one thing. So if those guys in those top five that you listed were just, that's all they could do was just be really fast. Then of course they're not going to turn into like great wide receivers in the NFL. But if uh, this guy you're talking about here in the combine this year. You know, if he's got other skills, I know they had a couple other uh, new uh, drills that they did this combine. If he did good in all of those as well and looked really good in those compared to everybody else, then, you know, you got something there. Side note, I drafted this guy in Madden, and I turned him into a absolute beast. So in Madden, he's very good, but that was back in September when they didn't have the draft class really figured out yet. Uh, yeah, so that's my ways to take. 
don't touch Henry Ruggs too fast. I'm on it. Too fast. All right. Cam, uh, since you went last last week, we'll let you go second here. All right. Let's, uh, let's stay on the same page with some football. And I got a crazy one going on here. I think that the Washington Redskins will draft Tua Tagovailoa. <laughs> Uh, but let me so let me explain why I'm thinking this. Um, so let's go back to so my personal stance on Tua, as you guys know, I don't like him. I don't think he's it. I don't think he's going to be a good quarterback, mostly because he's a lefty. That's just me. Let's go back to the Redskins draft classes starting in the year 2000. Quarterback draft classes. 2000, they drafted Todd Husak in the sixth round. Never heard of him. 2001, Sage Rosenfels in the fourth round. Third string for the Texans for a while. 2002, Patrick Ramsey in the first round. No, no, nothing. 2003, Gibran Hamdad, seventh round. No. That's not a real person. That's a person. I know it. (laughs) 2005, Jason Campbell in the first round. And that's probably the first name that you've ever heard of. Still not a good quarterback. Played for the Redskins a few years, did decently. Played for the Browns a couple years, didn't do great. Never went to a Pro Bowl. 2007, Jordan Palmer in the sixth round, never heard of him. 2008, Cole Brennan in the sixth round. Cole Brennan out of Hawaii, passed for a million yards, terrible in the NFL. Then you get to 2012, you have RG3 with the second overall pick, shattered. Made it to one Pro Bowl, one rookie of the year, I believe, and then just got hurt and his career was over. And in the fourth round of that same year, Kirk Cousins, who we all know and love, made a Pro Bowl, and um, they traded him away. 2016, Nate Sudfield out of Indiana. You guys remember him, right? No. 2019, we have Dwayne Haskins in the first round, and he's done great so far. So three of Redskins quarterback drafting is not great, and that is part of the reason why I think they will draft Tua. So Ron Rivera is coming in as a new head coach, and when he went in to the Carolina Panthers in 2011, the very first pick was Cam Newton. Cam Newton turned out to be great. Now, I think Chase Young is the second-best player in the draft. I have no faith in Tua, but I think Ron Rivera does, and I think that he wants to do the same thing he did with the Panthers and build his team around a QB. And so by having Tua and Haskins battle it out, that's going to be his best move. I think rather than taking Chase Young, they have Montez Sweat. Maybe they can get somebody um, out of free agency. I think they see Tua as the second-best player in this draft, and there's no reason not to draft him, especially when you're trying to build um, that offense from the ground up again. Uh, So I agree that I think that Tua is going to be a bust. I just don't – I think he's too short, like you said, and he's a lefty, which is a big deal. Um, I don't know if they're going to take him because the reports have been that they like Herbert uh, – I mean uh, Haskins, but they're, they are looking. There are reports that they're looking, so you're right about that. Um, I just think that they're going to try to give Haskins at least one more year. I've on record saying that I don't think he's going to be very good either. But, I mean, there's some basis because they said they're doing their due dil- diligence. Now – I'm sorry, did you say what pick they have? Because I forget what pick they have. They have two. The Redskins? They have, they have the two? two? 
They have the two. So they definitely could get him. I mean, if I were them, I wouldn't. Like you said, he's not going to be it. He's coming off a big injury, too. He's not going to be able to go for at least a year. Um, and I think you've got a guy like Haskins who you need to develop. I mean, we've seen teams just draft quarterbacks, draft quarterbacks, draft quarterbacks. Um, you look at the Cardinals last year. I mean, they had Rosen in uh, 2017, and then they picked up – or 2018, and they then they picked up uh, – what the hell's his name there? Kyler Murray, the little short guy. So, Tucker, what do you think about it? I bring up that same point that they drafted Rosen one year, realized he was a terrible QB, drafted a new guy in Kyler Murray who turned out to be a very good player. I mean, I think this is a good call, putting bringing in another guy. It gives you a better chance of getting a top player. I mean, Dwayne Haskins still has an opportunity to be a starting quarterback and good, but he didn't look great. I think bringing in Tua is a great option. Tua will be ready for this year, Trace. So I don't know where you I'm not saying goal. no, but would you want him? for a year stat. I, I know he's injury-wise he'll be good, but do you want him to start right away coming off an injury like that? Even, and especially with Dwayne Haskins. You want to give Dwayne Haskins. He didn't start much this year, so you want to give him the time. If you draft Tua, it's not for this year. It's you for moving forward. You have to go head-to-head in preseason, and then that's how you pick a quarterback. I think that both these guys have the potential that they could be a great quarterback, but neither has shown that they will. Yeah, Tua hasn't got an opportunity, obviously, but I think – Getting multiple of these guys, young guys is their best shot at becoming a competitive franchise. I think this, is just, this would be such a Redskins move to draft a guy right after you drafted another guy. I, um, I have some intel that Ron Rivera, they talked to a, and they brought him into the, um, you know, brought him in to meet the team and the coaches and stuff. And he said that I want you to compete talking about Dwayne Haskins. So if he does bring him in, which I think they will, um, it's not like he's just going to sit behind Haskins. They're going to legitimately think of him as a starting quarterback. Dylan, any thoughts? The only thing I know about uh, Tua Awanahakalugi is that wasn't he the backup to, uh, what's his face? Jalen Hurts. Hurts, yeah. Took Uh, his job. Yeah, stole it right from underneath him. So I think, I mean, he's a good quarterback in, in college. So, you know, we, we say it all the time. We we have good quarterbacks coming out of college, and it's just like you, you just pick a random one and hopefully it figures itself out in the NFL. It's so hard to tell. Why take, why take him over, but not like, what's the deal with Herbert? People aren't liking Herbert, or I'd rather almost have Herbert. I don't, like, I don't think two is going to be any good just because he's a lefty, which I guess is handest. But I'll stand by that take. A lot of ists here on the podcast. All right. Well, uh, that's that's not a bad take, Cam. I'll, I'll take it. Uh, I, I can see them being dumb enough to do that. Tucker, what's your ways to take? Now, Cam, you're going to like this one because it's about ACC basketball. And let me tell you, North Carolina is winning the ACC tournament. I, I almost did that. I I. They're looking so good right now. They've had a couple of good games. Cole Anthony's back. Sterling Manley's starting to get more minutes again after being injured. Garrison Brooks is playing the best ball all season. This is a good team. I just placed a future on them to win March Madness. 250-1. to one. If anyone wants to hop on that, it's basically cashing free money. 
free money. I will go first. I absolutely love it. I was literally sitting down today and I was thinking of takes and I was like, you know what? I'll save that for another day when it gets a little closer. But I really, really almost said that. I said North Carolina is going to get into the tournament because they're going to win the ACC tournament. They, if they win the ACC tournament, do they have a losing record? Going yeah, in? they will have a losing record going into the tournament. They'll get like a 10th seed. What's their record? Absolutely. They're awful. Let me check. They're awful. Uh, <laughs> we're like 12 and 18 or something. Yeah, no. They had a lot of injuries and then just gave up for a little bit, and now they're back. So if we're trying to be serious about this, is there a legitimate chance that they win yes. the tournament? Yes. Okay. So, they again, they had injuries and they got guys coming back. They're going to have a full squad now? Yeah, and, I mean, they've competed in a lot of their games. Like, they took Duke to overtime. They're a good team. They're dead last in the ACC with a 12-17 uh, and 17 record. So, so we just don't – we just can't count them out right now is what you're saying. And there's a, there's You could a... never count out UNC. I mean, I'd be all for that. Nothing like a good underdog story. So I don't know enough about this, really, to weigh in as much as I would like to. But you just said they're terrible. I mean, they have a losing record, and you have them winning the tournament? No. Yep. And not They've the... been bad. Okay, well, Tucker, you have them winning the tournament, but you have them winning the ACC tournament, yes. too. Yes. And then going on and winning March Madness. Oh, God. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> did, they, did they beat Duke when they played them? Overtime. No. Uh, they lost in overtime. And so Duke's going to beat them. Again this yeah. tomorrow? No, this week at least. Duke's going to beat them in the tournament. No. Nope. I think I think this this com- this game coming up is definitely going to, you know, if show they win people this what, game, how they feel. nothing can stop them. Yeah, if they win against Duke this week or whatever the heck that next game is, you know, then you got something going on here, Tuck. I don't I don't think I can get on board with this. If they have a losing record, I don't think they can beat enough teams to win i really i don't agree with it i don't know enough about it i will i will preface it by saying i know zero about this but i think if they have a losing record there's no shot there's no shot so i mean anything else on it or any other reason to yeah. believe this yeah um like dylan said the ncaa basketball in all its facets it's a crapshoot so never count out any team um, go Tar Heels. I'm all on board. I'm here. I'm throwing out. I, I've, I've, I've usually been a, a Duke fan just because I, I... I like Duke. I like well, everybody's hate but, of Duke, so I think it's funny to play along with that. Yes. <laughs> but, but, you know, again, an underdog story, there is there is nothing better in March Madness than a true underdog story, and that's why I'm pulling for uh, Vermont here. I want Vermont to win. I want them win their conference. Tournament. I want them to go to March Madness and you know win a couple games, and that would be pretty sweet to see. Yeah, we can get more into it, but I'm looking at a a uh, prediction for the bracket right now, and I do not see UNC on it. So no, well, they, no, 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 they are not predicting. Yeah, the, the <laughs> only the only chance they make it in, of course, is if they win their their yeah, conference they, tournament. Yeah, you get an auto bid if you win your tournament. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how my baseball team would get in. We were terrible compared to like you know good teams, but we would always destroy in our conference, so we would win. All right. Well, that's a <laughs> we that's a waste to take for sure. A, a a crappy team winning the ACC tournament. That's a waste to take. I don't hate it, but I I tend to disagree with you. Like I said, I know nothing about it. Dylan, waste to take. What you All got right, this my week? waste to take. We are, 
you know, bringing together uh, a cultural issue and sports for this take. Um, as you know, the coronavirus is uh, spreading like wildfire, and uh, it looks like it's not going to stop. I don't. I don't even. I was trying to find a date of when it we like had the first case. I, I don't even know. Was it like a two months ago? It seems like it's been a year. Yeah. But it's it's ha- obviously hasn't been. But as we know, the Summer Olympic Games are coming up in Japan this summer. July 24th is the first day. There's going to be a little speculation of uh, what's going to happen in uh, Japan. So I'm going to say coronavirus is going to take the W on the Olympics, and we're going to postpone the Olympics this year. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. I mean, that would be a world health crisis, I think, at that point, if you're canceling Olympic Games. I'm telling you, we got... got Baseball going on in Japan right now. Spring training. Game's about to start for the regular season. There's maybe 20 people in the stands. Nobody's showing just, up. Everybody's uh, so scared to death. I just read a story, actually, that was about Japan possibly suspending the start of the J- Japanese baseball like yeah. leagues because of I, this. I don't think it's going to stop. Yeah. I mean, um, it could happen. I think that would be scary if they're willing to cancel a, a summer games for uh, a health issue like that we're fine i mean we had we had bacteria just swimming around in uh brazil there and they still held the game so maybe they'll be able to outlast it maybe the gymnast will perform in like hazmat suits that'd be pretty electric but guys what do you think about this one cam that's crazy bro <laughs> i'm looking um, i'm looking to the future for this day yeah, I don't think so. I think coronavirus is going to be a thing of the past very soon. It's only five months away, the uh, the spring game, or the summer games. Spring I don't games. think it's going to be gone soon. I don't like it. I don't like it at all, and I don't like your pessimism. I mean, I don't <laughs> I, I don't like the take. I'm just, just thinking about it, and I'm like, oh, there's a good chance we might have a little bit of a postponement, maybe, a little cancellation here or there. Change of venue. Well, we can't change a venue now, but they've been building that shit for... 10 years. So there's a belief that when the spring rolls around, it could die out. Uh, I think the president has echoed this belief because in 1917 or 1918, I want to say there was a, the worst flu outbreak ever. And it kind of rolled back in the spring when it got hotter and it kind of died out. But then in the fall, it started up again. Well, I'll bring you a little uh, science into the mix here. Viruses and they, they like to spread in the cold season because they don't die as well in the cold they die more when it's hot that's why you get a fever because it kills it so maybe it will um so if it gets recede by the summer there's a chance there's a chance yeah tucker any thoughts on it okay so here's my thoughts on coronavirus coronavirus will not affect a single person at the olympics because coronavirus is just a big word for natural selection you, oh, the, now, Olympi- the, the Olympics are the out. best athletes in the world. I'll give you that. Hear me out. This coronavirus is only going to kill you if you're, like, 75 and, well, like, already about to die next week. Those are the people <laughs> the coronavirus is killing. Not the world's top athletes. That is true, it's Chuck, but ridiculous. I'm talking... And if I'm you talking, died from coronavirus the top athlete, you probably didn't deserve to compete. I'm not talking well, about... Well, it'll still get them sick. I'm not talking about the well-being of the athletes. I'm just talking oh. about the, the state of the, the, the world at the point. 
people might just be like afraid to like get that many people together or something. I don't know. Yeah, and then you're bringing it home to your elderly loved ones. You're bringing and a stuff lot like of that. people from a lot of different places to one it's area, and election. then they're all going back to their own corners of the world, and then everybody's gonna get sick. I don't think it's that far fetched. I hopefully it doesn't happen. If it was happening next month, there would be way more outrage about it. Okay. We are we are five months away, so maybe we'll never we'll know in a few months. That's a waste to take for you. That is a waste to take. I love it. I love it. All right. So the fear has has hit waste it takes coronavirus taking over. We'll have more on that later. But uh, let's jump into some segments here. So this week, big week for the NFL combine. Uh, you got guys running around uh, showing off their stuff. You got some uh, talk about some prospects maybe not having it based on hand size. Joe Burrow turns out small hands can't hold on to a football. Just not the not the guy you want. God, I hope they don't pick him. I, I, I pray he falls. That'd be hysterical. Because he, like Cam said, he's he's so good. He's one of the best prospects I've ever seen. Uh, any any merit to the uh, hand size, Cam? No. That is that is an old wise tale. It's something to get people going. Hand size. You're just saying that because you got small hands. What's that? You're just saying that because you got small hands. Oh, I have small hands. No doubt about it. You threw a good got, ball, though. How many fumbles... <laughs> How many fumbles you have in your career, Cam, with your small hands? Not many. All right, right. there might be there might be a truth to this thing. Maybe one, two, and I was a runner too for my past the last two years of my career. So I got small hands. I never measured. I'd say eight, eight and change, maybe. I don't even know where you would measure from. So sure, eight, eight sounds good. Look, a football isn't that big. I was able to grip it and rip it. Not at this level, but if your hands are over, I don't know, eight and a half inches, you're fine. You got a good grip on it. And Herbert's were like a Herbert's were like a massive ten inches long, and he's gripping the thing like the Grinch fingers. I don't, I don't, I don't think it matters one bit. Bro, I haven't, I haven't seen his fumble stats either, but you can't let that deter you. I 100% agree. This is a non-stat. If, if that's the only knock you have on a guy, you got to take the guy. <laughs> Small hands. Uh, Tucker, any thoughts on the hand debate? I don't know. I trust it. Hey, uh, they're measuring at the combine. It's got to mean something. I mean, I don't trust a quarterback that's going to be dropping footballs everywhere, really. At the end of the day, I need a guy that can hold on to the ball. A fumble's as bad, if not worse, than an interception. So, Little Hands Burrow might not have what it takes. To make <laughs> little Hands Burrow. <laughs> I love that. The new nickname, Wait, Little so Hands Burrow. Do we know how they measure? Is it like... I have no idea. Is it like from thumb, to, thumb, to, thumb to pinky, thumb to pinky? Well, I got big hands, but I can't spread spread my hands out at all. So, I mean, do I have small hands? Mentally. If, Maybe. You don't, if you believe you have small hands, and you have small hands. Oh, God. There's also the aspect of interviews at these things. Now, there's a guy out of Washington, an offensive lineman. I don't know if you guys saw this clip. Uh, I forget his last name, but his first name's Trey, which means he's an alpha male. And uh, they asked him, what would you change about yourself if you could change one I thing? And he thought about it for a second, and I'll censor this for the kids, but he said, my member. <laughs> what I got going on in my pants, I wish I had a bigger one. I love the honesty out of the guy. I mean, that's, a, that's, an elect, that's the offensive lineman you want. That's the type of attitude you want. A guy who's not afraid to answer the tough questions. Um, so, in the sake of combine, uh, Tucker, what would you change about yourself as a football player if you could change one thing? Um, 
I'd like to be not 150 pounds would probably be my number one thing I'd change about myself if I was in the combine right now. Cam? <laughs> Fast. Fast. Dylan? I don't know. I think I got everything going for me. All right. I'm, Fair just, enough. I'm just kidding. As a kicker, I mean, you got legs. Well, that's true. If, if, if my legs could handle kicking the ball more than three times then that that that's what i need i need i need a stamina <laughs> a strong leg you don't have the stamina i don't um me it'd be size i agree with tucker i'd like to be a little bigger i'd also like to be faster but um so overall thoughts on the combine guys do you think it's useful i mean a lot of guys don't even bother at the combine burrow's not throwing there guys skip it like uh hill didn't run, like you said didn't run the 40 uh, Tucker, do you think the combine is that valuable to teams? Um, I think it's definitely valuable. Usually one or two guys breaks out. What Isaiah Simmons was a stud this year. Um, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, I think it helps bring up some guys that are underrated, especially guys from smaller schools. But, um, I mean, at the end of the day, I think teams overrate a little bit. And you got to look at what's on tape. Yeah, so I'm with you here, Tuck, because I'm thinking the Combine is more for those guys that are kind of on the fence. Maybe not everybody knows their name as much as some of the others. Because in this day and age of, uh, you know, social media and just technology in general, we we know who's good and we know who's going to go in the top rounds. Um, so it definitely helps those smaller guys. But I do like the Combine this year with the uh, couple of the new drills that they did. Because they did one with, like, the fade routes. Did you see that? I did not see that, no. So they, they did a new drill this year where the guys did, like, fade routes to the corner of the end zone, the wide receivers. And that was oh, that was that. that was fun to watch. And there was definitely some guys that you could tell were a lot better than other guys, you know, like toe-dragging with two feet. Because, again, yeah. they don't have to do that in, in college. They only get one foot down. I mean, obviously they practice. Yeah. But it was a good showing because you could definitely tell that maybe some of those guys aren't as equipped in that aspect that you hadn't noticed before. The foot control is big. Tony toe tap. That's what made Brown so good when he exactly. wasn't a crazy person. Cam, uh, uh, thoughts yeah, on, I, thoughts on the combine? I think, um, it's a place for the people that come out of schools like Liberty or the D three kid that's coming out this year, uh, to show their stuff. And you can't really compare it on film. Um, it's another place where high school players should be able to go and show their stuff right out of, <laughs> right out of high school to be able to go to the NFL. Throw them back to one of my other ways. Or XFL <laughs> players who spend a year there and then uh, for high school XFL now to the NFL. There I still love that take, Cam. That might be my favorite take. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think it's um, – I think pro day, pro day is really where it matters because you got – you know, you're outside, you're on the gridiron, you're – you got a bunch of people watching. It's not just scouts. Um, that's kind of where I saw Andrew Luck break out the most when I was watching his pro day, and he was just putting the ball on the money every single time. Um, last thing, Cam Akers, watch out for him. He's going to be the best running back in this draft class. So I agree with you that I think uh, D, uh, it's more valuable for like guys coming out of small schools and for mid-round guys. Not the top, the top exactly. Podcast exactly. prospects because they know – that they have the uh, ability just based on what they've had on the field. I think for guys that are going to go in the middle rounds to find out where they're going to land, it's more important. Um, but, yeah, I mean, pro days are super important as well. 
And that D3 player makes you think, you know, what if I took one of the many offers I had to go play D3 football? Maybe my life would have turn, turned out a little differently. You never know. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, so that's the combine. I mean, it'll be interesting to see uh, who, who kind of comes out as the cream of the crop here. So big week for Brady Watch 2K20. We are looking at some rumors, some videos, some speculation. I am at DEFCON 10. I have now downgraded my... I, my thoughts that Brady will be returning to the Patriots to a 20% based on the reports that they aren't even talking and he wants to go somewhere else, which I, I've known from the start. I've said from the start, I've believed it, and now my fears are confirmed. So I am preparing myself for unmeasured sadness. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a horrible day. I, I know I'm going to put up a big, long Instagram post. I'll probably cry four or five times. But um, So you had that report. Then you had the video of, of Edelman and Brady at the Syracuse game. And Edelman says, he's coming back, he's coming back. Now, originally, you couldn't hear what Brady was saying. And it looked like he said he's not, um, which was concerning. But now, advanced audio has come out, and it, he said, he's got it. He wasn't responding to Edelman. He was responding to a guy who said, what did you say to Bayheim? And he shakes his head. He said, he's got it. So that's an, that, that one's inconclusive. We can uh, ignore that. But there was also, they were FaceTiming. Mike Vrabel. Now, I'm more concerned here for the man I'm wearing on my shirt, Edelman. Because are they trying to recruit Edelman away from the Patriots? Are they going to try to make a trade and have Edelman demand that it be accepted? Because if, if Edelman leaves, my life will be in a in a d- tailspin. Uh, Tucker, thoughts on Brady Watch 2K20 this week? Brady's gone. I've already moved on. Now, I'm just trying to pick which guy I want on my team. And honestly, I don't know why I keep hearing Brady of the Titans. Why would they want Tom Brady over what they got in Ryan Tannehill right now? Because he's trash, like I've said from day one. Tannehill? Yes. Um, okay, he was statistically better than Brady in every single category last year. Brady's so. a better quarterback. Everybody knows it. I, in terms of right now, I'm not sure. All right, all right. Well... Cam, any response to that? Tannehill's your guy. And uh, what do you think about Brady? Brady to the Chargers, that's all. That's, yeah. I mean, that's the leader, in, like I've said, in my clubhouse. Uh, Dylan, any thoughts? It's just, uh, it's hard for me to, uh, you know, come to the situ. Like, I don't know. I just don't, I just still don't think he's gone. I haven't, like, officially in my brain said he's gone yet. So it's just, like, not sunk in yet. I love but, the optimism. But, you know, if he does go, so then, like Tuck said, we got to look at who the heck we're going to have. And if we don't get anybody, we're going to be bad for a few years. Well, we'll than, get Trevor Lawrence. But no, my, so I was asked this at the bar the other night. They asked, who do you, who would you want if Brady's gone? And I got laughed at with my answer. My answer is Jameis Winston. Oh yeah. You said, I was all in on this. I love Jameis Winston. I want Jameis Winston. He got LASIK. He's going to be coached up by Bill. He's never had a good coach. I mean, Arians (laughs) is a good coach, but that's, I mean, that's a trash can. Whoever's going to coach there is going to be coaching a losing team. So I've got. I want Jameis. I want that long ball. I want that gunslinger attitude. Maybe not for 20 more years, but for the holdover until we get the next guy. I want Jameis Winston. Uh, Tucker, you disagree? 
Jameis, you everyone thinks Jameis is so good because he like had great. Who yards. thinks he's good? Yeah, Everyone's. It's really easy to throw for five thousand yards when you just have two of the top ten receivers in the league, and you're just launching the ball into the stratosphere and hoping they come down with it. But in New England, where you don't have two of the top ten guys in the league and getting those jump balls, it's a little bit tougher to make those throws. Because I'm sorry, but if you're throwing. 50-50 balls to Julian Edelman 60 yards away, he's not going to come up with it every time. He's not that kind of player, and he can't throw the little throws. Almost all of his picks were up to linebackers. And you put him in the Patriots system, he's going to get rocked. Okay, We're going to have an all-time season. And you know what? I'm all on board with getting Jameis Winston because I want Trevor Lawrence. Okay, here's, here's my counterpoint to that. One, he's getting LASIK. He's going to be able to see now the linebackers. He's not going to be linebacker blind anymore. He, he can't see. That's his biggest thing. He can't see. He's getting LASIK. He'll be fine. I, I have a few things to say about two, this. Okay. Two. Okay. Two. Two. He'll have Bill to coach him up. That's a big thing. I mean, Bill, if you're a young quarterback, why wouldn't you want to go to the Patriots right now? You can't coach stupid. <laughs> yes, you can. Three. No, you can't. Who says he's good? Everyone's everyone's talking about how bad he was last year, how he threw a ton of picks. He went, what, 30-30? I mean, that's unbelievable. So nobody's saying he's good. I want him because I want that gunslinger attitude. I don't think he's a good quarterback. I think he could be a better quarterback under Bill Belichick. Dylan? Okay, so first off, eyesight, definitely a huge factor when it comes to sports. When I was a sophomore, I was struggling – hitting during baseball because I couldn't see the ball. I didn't know this until I went to the eye doctor and he said, yeah, you should probably get contacts. I got contacts, came back, instantly hit a lot better. So eyesight, definitely a big thing. Two, you can always dial a player back. You can't always bring a guy forward, but Winston definitely has the capabilities of being a good quarterback. It's just like you need to like, like, Reel him in a little bit. So, yeah. again, if you have Belichick at the helm, he's definitely going to be able to coach Winston in that regard. So I think Winston would be a good fit. I don't know the status of, of his contract situation. But if he's a free agent, I'm all in on Winston. Coming. He's a free agent. Um, Cam, let me throw this question to you. Do you think Jameis will fit with the Patriots, A? But B... There's been some some rumors, Brady linked to the Giants, which I would never think, I don't think it'll happen at all, but there's rumors. So your thoughts on Jameis of the Patriots and your thoughts on Brady possibly going to the Giants? Um, <clears throat> Jameis to the Patriots, I don't like. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I, I think Jameis Winston is the perfect fit in Tampa Bay right now. He's got big receivers that you can just huck it up to like he had with Calvin Benjamin at Florida State when he was there. And um, that was his best year. After that, he kind of declined. So I don't think Jameis is, is that great, and I don't think it's a coaching thing that Bill Chick can just fix because the guy's a good coach, but I don't think he can just make people insane at being a quarterback like Jameis Winston. Second, um, if you can't beat him, join him. So, yeah, Patriots are – Brady to the Giants makes sense to me. Would you support it? You've hated Brady for years. Yeah, I'm. I'm a bigger Giants fan than I am Brady's hater. I think that goes for any anyone. Would Would you be a Patriots fan still if Eli was 
Giants or the Patriots quarterback. Yeah, but I'd hate it because Eli sucks. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't love it, but at the same time, it'd be fun to watch you guys cry about it. <laughs> fair, fair, <laughs> enough, fair, fair enough. Fair point. Fair point. All right. Um, so Brady watch continues. Who knows what's going to happen? I like I said, twenty percent chance he comes back. So let's do quick March Madness uh, before we get into our last round. So. It's March. It's officially March. March Madness coming up. I just want to get one team from you guys that you think could make a run. Kansas is the odds-on favorite right now. Um, I'll give you my team. It's Maryland. I love Maryland. My sister goes there. They've looked good all year. I'm a big Terp fan. I want Maryland. I think they could make a push. I'm going to be rooting hard for Maryland. Obviously, I'll be rooting hard for my Gators as well, but they don't have a shot in hell. Uh, Maryland's a two-seed. Uh, projected right now, so I got Maryland. Uh, Tucker, give us a team, and uh, maybe react to my team as well. I'm not too sure about Maryland, but since they play in the Big Ten, which is an average conference at best, but um, I got UNC, of course. I mean, I just talked about them earlier in it. I'm taking the long shot. 250 to 1 odds is so much free money, and this team is just a top, I'd say one of the top five to ten most talented teams in the country. And I think without much talent, you can win. Top, top There's nothing ten stopping them from being able to win this tournament. Or whatever, 12 and 18. Um, all right. Well, if they make the tournament, maybe they'll make a push. That's a big, big, big if. Cam, uh, team you're looking for. All right, so I'll respond to you first, Trey. Um, it's funny you brought up Maryland. They're projected the two seed to play Bowling Green, right? Um, on this one, I have them playing Little Rock as the 15. So the one I saw today updated um, has them playing Bowling Green. And as I was looking at that, I told myself Bowling Green would beat Maryland if they were to play. I have Bowling. <laughs> so for you, for those of you who don't know, um, outside of the NFL, March Madness is my niche. It is my go-to. I am so bad at it every year, but I pay so much attention. And I write down my sleepers, my super sleepers, my susceptible to upsets, my favorites, everything. And I have Bowling Green beating Maryland, if that's the case. Um, my team that can make a run right now, easy. Eastern Tennessee State. Um, Eastern Tennessee State, I don't know if any of you guys have ever heard of them. Nope. They're they're playing lights out ball. What's their mascot? Heck if I know. Yeah, that's the only way I'd be maybe able to know them, but continue. <laughs> oh, um, they are projected a 10 seed last time I saw. They are playing unbelievable basketball. They have a couple not great losses. Once to Furman, who's enough, another top competitor, uh, competitor in the Southern. And um, I think this team can really make a run. It's kind of like the Wofford team that we saw last year. They ended up getting a 10 seed, and they won in the first round by landslide and then almost beat Kentucky. So I like them, and I am i can't wait to talk March Madness in a couple weeks. Dylan? Yeah, like I said earlier, I'm a big Vermont guy just because I, I went to school up in Vermont, and uh, a lot of the guys on my that I lived with or on my team were big Vermont guys. So I'm pushing for Vermont. I don't think they have i think everybody will say that, that i don't i don't see them as going all the way to the finals and winning the finals but i have been a kansas fan for as long as i can remember even though i know nothing about them and i heard today for the first time that they're uh, number one ranked going in 
I'm going to pull for Kansas because, you know, that's who I am. Pulling for the one seed. All right. All right. That's that's an interesting pick, just just jumping on the bandwagon. But I, I think, always liked Kansas. I think we're all big Vermont guys, uh, so we'll be rooting for them hard. But, um, Cam, you had vested interest last year. You had Vermont FSU first round. And, uh, of course, uh, one of your good friends, Bailey, versus your uh, school. So that must have been interesting for you. I was at the game. I um, blew up and went to Hartford and went to the FSU-Vermont game. I had an FSU jersey on, or an FSU shirt on, along with the Vermont jersey. Uh, sorry, a Vermont jersey with a FSU hat. I got a lot of strange looks. But, you know, either way, I'm winning. I won still. It's so. like Rob It's like Rob Lowe just rooting for the game. Exactly. We got to get those hats. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll get more into March Madness as it comes closer and closer, but uh, just a quick preview there. So, uh, last round here. Last round, it's corona time. Coronavirus, all over the news. Pretty scary. Um, I just wanted to debate which of us is the most likely to get corona. Now, we all have stakes... In this, we all have, we all can claim that we are the most susceptible. I don't know if you want to claim that, but so Dylan and I, our girlfriend and sister respectively, are coming back from Italy, a giant hotspot. They got sent home from their break. Shout out Kate and Linnea, um, not break from their semester abroad. Um, so they're coming home. We're going to be in direct contact with them. Tucker, you live in Boston, which is a confirmed place in Massachusetts to have coronavirus. So you could see that. And Cam, you just go to FSU, which is just a walking Petri, petri dish. I mean, who knows what kind of diseases are flying around that place. So um, I'll start off by saying I think D- Dylan's the most likely because he's going to be seeing his girlfriend. He's going to be picking her up from the airport. So it sounds like you're going to be in a car with a possibly infected person for at least a couple hours. Yeah, a thought r- through ran through my mind earlier today. I might as well just show up with a hazmat suit. Yeah, was while picking her up. Don't even give her a hey. Good to see you for the first not, time in two months. Kiss. Don't Just, even don't even don't talk to even her. look at me. Nope, nothing. No no contact. No eye contact. Not even thinking about touching. So who do you who do you think you think you're the most likely? Yeah. All right, uh, Tucker. What do you think your chances are, and who do you think is most likely, if not yourself? Well, um, I saw, first, I gotta go with myself here. I mean. I'd say about like a quarter to a third of my school Chinese. Not a great start. Not great. I'm gonna say at least twenty of them are infected. So that's not great. <laughs> so <laughs> going off that, I'm about to go on spring break to Fort Lauderdale, where it's just gonna be a lot of people in small spaces all together sharing alcohol. And I feel like if anything's going to give you corona, that will. A corona could so, give you corona. That'd be a legendary story. Yeah, I might just drink coronas because I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's basically as close to a vaccine as they have out right now. I heard beer is so, a uh, vaccine. I did hear that. So it's basically a real-time vaccine. So that's kind of lit. Um, but, yeah, I mean, with the high Asian population of my school, I just can't see me <laughs> not getting corona. <laughs> Dylan, you wanted to jump in? Before yeah, I, I just have to say to, to Linnea, my girlfriend, uh, I'm sorry for what I what I said earlier. I love you, <laughs> and I'm excited to see you on Saturday. Um, and we'll be hanging out, so uh, don't feel scared like I'm not going to, you know, uh, you know. <laughs> we're be, just having fun on the podcast. You. It's we're, fine. We're she'll get it. Yeah, she, uh, hopefully she'll get it and not, uh, not uh, send me some uh, hateful uh, messages <laughs> later, but. 
I love you, honey, and uh, I'll see you soon. So, Cam, um, your thoughts on your likelihood and who is the most likely? Um, Dylan is the most likely by far. He's gonna be he's gonna be um, uh, very much in contact with his significant other, and you're in trouble. And <laughs> I just want to know if he's gonna get points deducted when he's in the hospital. Uh, no, that would qualify as an emergency situation. I believe that no, would be fine. I, I got my phone. I'll be in. Got, we got Skype. Oh, okay. See, he's committed no matter what happens. No matter what happens. What about you, Cam? You think there's any chance you catch it? Yeah, no, I think there's a chance for everything. Um, I will be in Tallahassee and then moving to Fort Lauderdale in May or June. Shout out Tucker going to Fort Lauderdale. I just got a job offer, so shout out me. Hey, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, so I don't. I heard there's reports in Tampa now, which is about four hours uh, both ways. There's going to be that could grow, but I I like my odds. I think I'm all right. There's going to be spreading everywhere. It's it's going to reach the U.S. and it's going to go everywhere. Oh yeah, I mean, like it's not a matter of time. It's not if, but when. Yeah. Exactly. So I'll tell you what we're doing. My sister, you guys know my house. We have a whole basement apartment. Basically, we're quarantining for two weeks. My mother said, you're staying in the basement, you're not leaving, you're being locked down there, no human contact for 14 days. Right. That's my dream. <laughs> yeah, so she's going to be locked in here. I'm oh, sure her boyfriend will come visit her, probably catch it. for the opportunity to get to quarantine myself. <laughs> maybe, maybe, if, maybe if I let Dude, loose. I'd be, I'd be masters by the time I got out. <laughs> masters overwatch by the time I got out of that quarantine. Yeah, so the, the, yeah, so it's gonna be interesting to see. I mean, hopefully we all stay healthy. I, I think we all hope for that. But uh, yeah, so that's episode eleven. Uh, thank you to Tucker. Thank you to Dylan. Thank you to Cam, big time. Thank you to Cam um, for coming out this week. But uh, that's our show. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram. Check out Lunch Table Productions. We're doing a lot of stuff with that. We had merch drop this week, which was pretty crazy. Didn't see that one coming. But uh, if you want to rep Wasted Takes, uh, go check out the merch. Uh, Thanks for getting wasted with us. That's our show. See you next week. Thanks, guys. See ya. See ya.